2. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's really really good. Good. It's good. Planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, so they got man-sized otters. Man-sized otters. Where, that's where my next project. At? In Amazon. <laughs> man-sized oh, otters. Man-sized otters. Yes, that's right. exactly. my new band name. <laughs> yeah. Man-sized well, otters. Otters are, yeah. are carnivorous, yeah. so you got to be careful, they're son. rushing it down they there. They will eat you. Yeah. Have, like, they killed off some predator that used to eat the otters, and so now the otters no, are it's out just of control? Because it's, like, 30 feet of water down there, like in the rainforest yeah. at right. part times. Yeah. So they have an abundance of animals and things right. to yeah. eat. They have an amazing right. flora. Yeah, so there. speaking of an abundance, we got an abundance of information for you today. It's the Begin podcast coming at you today. Hello. We're going to be talking uh, pew, Will pew, pew. Smith's new Netflix and I guess limited theater release film, Bright. It's, uh, as he called it, the mixture of Training Day and Lord of the Rings. I got four cool dudes riding around me and to my right I got laser beam pow <laughs> hit me with that and laser then beam next up we got double black coming in to talk about orcs and elves and this movie and the good and the bad you sound so excited <laughs> you sound <laughs> so jubilant Yo, you <laughs> likes it <laughs> it is the one and only force here your favorite rap dad's rap dad oh. <laughs> All probably <right>. okay Gordon <laughs> Winder Blurred coming at you with all of the stuff. Uh, I don't know what the stuff is, but so uh, you're gonna today, get the stuff. Yeah, right. You're gonna get the stuff. You're gonna get the stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> today we uh, we're gonna start out with some character review. Um, first, of course, I guess in this movie, uh, the most important character is Will Smith's character Ward. Um, so we're gonna start out with him. Uh, His first name is not Ward, by the way. Uh, but they it call they would literally be cool. call him Ward the entire. I know, film. but his first name is not Ward. But What's I kind of want name? it to be. You know? Mike Lowry, Mike, Jimmy, Jimmy Mike Ward, Lowry, Reggie, Daryl, Daryl, Tramel, Ward. His name is Darius Ward. Green. <laughs> what if his first name was Ward, like Ward Cleaver? Uh, that's <laughs> why I thought. That's why I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. this is a spoiler. Just to hit up. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert! We're spoiling the shit out of this movie. Yep. If you so, haven't seen yeah. it, we're so let's spoiling. talk about uh, Will Smith's protagonist, main character Ward. What's his deal? What All right. So it? here's the thing, and and you said this, uh, laser beam. For me, is that so? He's a cop. It sets it up, and he is just getting off of uh, leave because he got injured. He got and shot. He got shot. It's like a little more than injured. He got popped. He got hit. Got shot. Uh, and he he's the main protagonist in the movie. One of my issues with him, and Laser Beam said, is that his motivation for me was lacking in this movie. It's They set it up that he's there to get his pension. He's apparently drowning in debt. He can't afford to pay for his house and feed his kid, which is hard to believe for me. Yeah, uh, it makes no I think, sense. Like, I think he's... Oh, sorry. Yeah, it just makes no sense of like... He's a cop who's like close to retiring, so he's been working for a long time. So his pay his his paycheck must be normal and good. And then uh, his wife is like a nurse yeah. apparently, or a doctor, or at least a nurse. She has she, scrubs. She has to work at a hospital. She's afraid of him coming in on a gurney. Uh, so they can't make ends meet in this world. That they're means, in Los Angeles, though. Yeah. Well, he maybe he's got Still, like, like maybe he's got like some Michael Jordan gear. But their neighborhood is in the neighborhood of Inglewood. Like they, yeah, they, yeah. they, they in Beverly Hills, man. No, I see way. people in worse living conditions, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he could easily cut some costs. I feel like in life. I feel like it, it's he's supposed to be a relatable character. He's supposed yeah, to be yeah. a a kind of an everyman who's. Who's um, you know just made some made some mistakes, overextend themselves. You know, it's yeah. he's supposed to be a grounded, relatable, regular cop. You know, he could have been the the idealistic cop who's been ground down by the system, yeah, and jaded. now yeah. now he's just in there grinding. I think that's what he's supposed to be. He's just he's just in there grinding it in, grinding it out, and going in day to day to do the job. Right. He don't want nothing but to get through work every day and get home yeah. and chill. You know. Uh, I think that's where this kind like of differs all of from, I guess, the training day kind of thing. Because, you know, Alonzo in that movie was clearly was, yeah, up to yeah. something. Up to, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, uh, yeah. Ward is, he's just a dude. And he gets caught up in the wrong place, wrong time, wrong white people. Kind of thing. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I would say, too, True like, so else. if you've seen Will Smith, he's normally is very engaging and, and 
mesmerizing mm-hmm. in yeah, most roles. Yeah. This one, I felt like he, it, he was lacking that. Yeah. And I think, for me, it was sort of the motivation, like him trying to go to work every day and grind it out, just wasn't, he wasn't selling it. But he was playing that character, though, and that character just like, just, just it's like, man, I've been shot. I'm just trying to... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to go home, dog. <laughs> I, like I, I just want to work in my car. I got the recliner. Exactly, they, exactly. You know, the, the yeah. Warriors play tonight. Like, right. shit. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about his uh, choices as like... As like I bought Bitcoin at the wrong the, time. <laughs> he said I got it before it crashed. As, uh, as the movie moved forward, like his whole like taking up the thing and trying to protect the wand and everything. Like, yeah. Like what do you think about that? Like does that make sense for his character? Well, like, that's the whole, I mean that's that's a kind of a classic. Yeah, it's a nobility thing. Chosen like, one yeah, who's who has to who's called to do something. Great. That's the hero's journey. You know, you're in your life, and then you get called to yeah. something greater, called to action. So that's what this movie really was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Laserbeam had a good point of calling him. Uh, he's the classic Western gunfighter. Okay. And he's this guy, uh, like in High Noon was the reference that we, he used. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so is it Gary Cooper? Is yeah, it's Gary yeah. Cooper. And so I he's this guy who's a great gunfighter, but he's also morally really like above everyone and then gets betrayed by all these people and then has to like fight the whole town kind of yeah thing. he has to fight the whole that, there's that aspect too yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah i guess so i guess way to kind a of, best way i'm sorry to kind of surmise uh ward is uh he's just a dude trying to get by trying to get that pension as he said uh, and he can shoot good though. and he can shoot real good he's been in a lot of different situations um for some reason he's he has a, a, a terrible stigma with the the rest of the, the force but uh you know yeah. That's, yeah, that's Ward in the nutshell. Well, and yeah, that was one of the things that actually, when I watched the second time, I didn't catch is when he tried to get Jacoby out of the the car. He no said, wants "No one wants to ride with you." And I was like, "Why?" Yeah, there's and they don't never explain why, but he clearly does it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So up next, we got his partner Jacoby, who is uh, his orc partner, played by First Joel orc. Edgerton. Who killed uh, him? I thought yeah, he did a really good him. job. He was yeah. the best acting in the movie. Yeah, yeah so absolutely, we all. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think agree. All, all I, around, we yeah. all probably agree that yeah. that is the I best. Really I think, I think his catalyst did not. I, no, I, I, I like Will Smith way more than him, and like what? So, you were shots fired, shots fired. It's like the writing, man. Like the writing around his character just took me out of even believing that could be a thing. Like it, it, he, it just. I feel like I'm watching a cartoon, and it's supposed to be taken seriously. Um, so, what, so give me an example because like Will Smith has the fairy the, lies the don't pan, matter line pan, yes that's so that's bad. a bad line the pancakes thing like I was I was saying about the you know the, the, the make the orc shut the fuck up and drive the car face right before that he <laughs> says oh humans don't get enough pancakes like that's right. stupid like that's not funny well he set like, it up with like, you have the the you need some more sex. You need yeah, a conjugal yeah, visit, conjugal. and that's and funny. That, that and then funny. he said, "Show me another right. face." And he gave him the pancake face, like, which, by the way, that's what I call in the morning sex. Or, is pancakes, or for example, baby. you know, trying to get the buttered pancakes. For example, when he was uh, asking him, "Are you bleeding from anywhere, or, or are there any holes?" holes. And he, and he like, was how like, are your holes? "Yeah, how are your holes?" Like that show. You know, and I get that it's supposed to be like that. And, you know, yeah, Ward goes, hey, how can you make a gunfight, you know, uh, awkward? Or how can you make this situation awkward? It's still not compelling. Like, I, I nothing no, about No, no, that, that's, that's all good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. I didn't think he was so bad that it ruined the film. But by no means was his acting better than Will Smith's in my opinion. I, yeah, I just totally, I just disagree. I think he was the, the strongest acting. Yeah. I just, I identified with his character and you just didn't. So that just makes a lot of sense. Okay, and I can yeah. agree with that yeah. 100%. Yeah. I can agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Catalyst wants to be Mike Lowry. He's burnt out Mike Lowry. He's Mike Lowry 20 years in. Well, yeah. He's, you know, so. You well, well, I, got, I, really... I got Jacoby as he was. Uh, uh, now apparently in the in the movie he's supposed to have been adopted so he wasn't raised by orcs apparently no no he said my dad wasn't blooded my grandfather wasn't blooded but yeah. it, there was a it seemed like it was implied that he wasn't raised in the in the, in the I didn't community. catch that at all though. I didn't catch that well, at no because well they said that he that pretty much his whole family yeah, was I got cut off or yeah so I, they, they right. said that he wasn't accepted by the orcs but not necessarily right but they, there's a whole thing of how he got into to be into the police academy the cops, yeah, right? and all yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that scene he says like I was just, I never felt accepted by the people who were supposed to accept me. And that's like, the reason why he shaved down his teeth, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, yeah. he, he, was he sees the orc in the beginning and the orc's like on yeah. the teeth. Well, no, that's because you only, 
you, you can only grow your teeth if if it's if you have if you have okay if you've okay. done some deed of great valor. You Apparently it is orc lore. I'm not aware. <laughs> that was in it. That was, so, in, it. It. That was <laughs> in there. That was no, in no. It. I mean, it was hard to catch. Like I didn't like quite put it all together. Apparently, like all like we have some confusion right now as to if he was raised. Well, by, either way, I thought he like, was. I thought I, he was I, not raised in orc culture, and that okay. and that's that's why he was. Mm-hmm. Or maybe is it? I don't know what his backstory sure. was, but apparently he's an outsider on both. That his character's an outsider yeah. in in both human society, police society, and orc society. Yeah, and he's yeah. but he's he's the one character that is actually trying to do good. He's trying to make a difference. He's he's trying to be the best that he can be because he's. An example, the classic kind of yes. first, Jackie Robinson. Yeah. first yeah. minority. Yeah, he has a lot weight, exactly. weight on his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I also, you know, back to the acting, talk. I think, you know, the scenes where you could see that, where he portrays when he first shoots somebody or when he first gets in a gunfight. Yeah, like, he actually, yeah, we first kill yeah, we first kill someone. Yeah. He actually portrays that even through the, you know, the makeup and all, and all that stuff. And I, I thought that was really fitting. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it wasn't too heavy handed, which I think a lot of the stuff is. Yeah. It was done really well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Jacoby, so. I I really vibe with Jacoby as well. He was kind of I liked how he was kind of stupid because it fit an orc stereotype. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like you know, as a player of a lot of these fantasy games and stuff like that, orcs aren't always the brightest. Like, Minus two like, intelligence. Exactly. <laughs> Their smartest people are like kind of average. Although, as <laughs> Will Smith said, orcs aren't different races. They're just different. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get along. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid. He's no, like, Jacoby's not that's, stupid. That's stuff he's feeding to his daughter. Yeah. Right. But he thinks, yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, exactly. It's obvious he does not believe, believe that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I I like Jacoby. I like Joel Edgerton. He really sold. Like he was the one, not no pun intended, bright spot. In oh, the movie. See what you did there. See what I did there. Oh, see what I, did there. I don't Black. get it. <laughs> so who you got next on the characters over here? So, uh, so next on the character list is Tika. Tika. Oh, Tika, aka the, 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 the new Tika Lilu. Tika is the MacGuffin character. The MacGuffin. <laughs> That's the yo, MacGuffin. She, she's the character that gets the, the plot. action going. Yeah, the plot yeah, going. Yeah. Um, you don't I, know too much about yeah. her. I felt, well, that was one of the problems is that like they set her up as kind of this bright magic user uh, she should have some significance, kind of right. like in the yes. Fifth Element, where Lilu, yeah. like she's out of place, but she really is does stuff. Yeah, uh, Lilu does stuff in the Fifth Element. Where this, Tika, where I felt Tika was just be jumping off. Shit. I said, yeah, yeah. And there's Acrobats. that scene in the club where she's like jumping off the wall and lands in I Will mean, Smith's the first, arms. The first time in the just a lot of when stuff. He her and she jumps like through the windows, yeah. through, like the, the she's wall like parkour. Yeah, she's like Peter Parkour. Parkour, parkour. She's parkour for almost like no reason ever. Like she parkours. And then she's like, uh, I'm here. I'm like, good, thanks, great. I bet she's parkouring because yeah. she knows what's coming. Because she, you know, that's like, the whole... Like a spider sense? Yeah, spider I mean, sense. the actress no. did portray the fear. Exactly. Like, this impending doom and fear. Like, yeah, I did get that. that. And that. stuff like that. Of just, like, she was very afraid of these other of bad elves. Bad guys. The well, bad guys. I, again, I, I think that they had an opportunity to create a really memorable character. Yes. Uh, but they didn't. Absolutely. They just really dropped the yeah. ball on that. Yeah. And sure. they could have given her a little more lines or just given her something to... to to, yeah. come across to the audience as someone to care about because yeah. right. I just really didn't get into her like she was no, just I'm an outsider exactly and, you know yeah I didn't get yeah. why she wasn't speaking why she didn't trust them more implicitly sooner when she's yes. like speaking English after she's hung out with them yeah. for like four or five hours yeah but you know, she knows she's got the, the magic wand right? that was, they didn't know they she didn't trust them until it was yeah. out that the wand that there was an actual yeah. magic oh, wand the no wand. no they had the wand at the start because they, yeah, exactly. they they took the wand oh, yeah, from her and then they had it and they dropped the wand so she knew so I agree like she could have talked she just spoke in English they didn't English. try to kill her right away so yeah. that kind of tells me trust these dudes they, he, they killed the bad cops, cops right? who yes. were trying to steal the wand right away exactly. and like which well, sets it up. That's, that's the high noon moment. That's exactly. where it, yeah. that's and, it all begins. So, yeah. I, and I think for her, my thing is so yeah. So they could have done a better job in this movie, and we'll get into this later. But there is a sequel coming, and I hope that you know she has a bigger role in this next movie because okay. you see at the end, remember that she's like in the crowd, right, uh, yeah, walking yeah. through. So I feel like they're maybe they're setting her up to be a better character next time. Yeah, uh, probably. But they could have done a better job in, in building that character up. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and the movie, Dark Lord is coming, y'all. Yeah. Dark Lord. So speaking of the Dark Lord coming, the next character is Layla, the villain uh, of the movie, played by Naomi uh, Rapace. 
Yeah, um, she was another bright spot for me in the movie. I really enjoyed her performance because she, you know, she was one dimensional. She was just like, I'm just trying to get this wand. I'm just trying. She was super focused, but you know, a lot of movies like go. this uh, <laughs> rise and fall oh, on the villain. On the villain. Yeah. You know, yep. and stuff like that. And so, yeah. you know, in the high bar, you have you know Vader, Khan, the Terminator, you know Hannibal Lecter, and then Ooh, that's a high bar. Those are the high that's bars. That's a high bar. Those are the high, high bars. Right. You know, you remember those guys? They're iconic. On the low bar, you have just like forgettable. John Travolta from The Punisher. Exactly. 100% agree. Exactly. Kylo Ren. He goes right to me at like one of the worst villains I've ever seen. Even Kylo Ren is like in the middle. Like, I don't like him, but because he's not great. But he's not the worst. And so she was pretty good. She was more, you know, middling to good. She had had a menace to her, which was was very focused, very determined. Kind of like the Terminator. Exactly. Oh, the straight Terminators. Term- where she yeah. jumps Terminator the 2 yeah and that yeah. like that yeah. kind of Terminator yeah. yeah you know her and her little crew of ninja yeah, elves all their ninja elves and stuff like that suits well and, and I, I think under this too is sure. that uh, we, we <laughs> talked about this is that her crew of elves they really set them up to be very menacing like there's name. scenes where they're doing uh, like you said blind shooting and, and hitting yeah, people yeah. and they were pretty badass but then when it came, came down to, to it it was Will like Smith and Joel Edgerton they're like you know you set this up to be like this epic event well they found they fell for that trope right you know the ninja the trope of you first introduce the bad guy character or the bad guy henchman and they're murdering a thousand people and then at the end of the movie they're going punch for punch with, with the, the main, with the heroes right, right. and stuff like yeah. that you know these elves they just, they're just tired from having beat up all those other dudes <laughs> yeah, <the dark laughs> what is it the rocky <laughs> syndrome exactly. yeah. they waste through like 50 gangbangers with automatic weapons and then and kill the like a 12 person SWAT team FBI SWAT team on top of that and then like you know Will Smith can go punch for punch with one of them and they can't get the upper hand on yeah. Will Smith. Well, well, well to be fair they, they had been run over by cars and, <laughs> and then, pushed out of high windows and, and blown up by fire. the time they got there. Right, right. Right. So one thing I'd so I will, dope, right? I, yeah exactly you're right like Rocky. Were still uh, I would like to say too and this is one of my, my complaints about the movie with the characters is that a lot of the things didn't have the weight. So even that big reveal when you find out that Tika and Layla are sisters didn't really do it for me. No, you yeah. know, like yes, exactly. it, it, just, it, it, it exactly. just was like, oh, exactly. this should be a big moment. But yeah, but it's not. It's not a big moment. So that was a thing. I think by that point I had checked out, and most people yeah. had. Yeah, so you didn't I had. I'd already <laughs> been like, yo, let's watch something else. <laughs> but yeah. no, but that's like normally in a movie that should be a big, a big thing. Percent. You know, you think they're enemies, 100%. and I think again they missed. Building uh, these characters, yeah, giving right. it's a them. lot of it's a lot of information mm-hmm. and a lot of exposition after dub and a lot of to 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 convey in in the movie. And I think as as modern consumers of entertainment, we get, we're getting used to more of a, a long form, slow burn type of storytelling. Where you, if they had done this to say like a Stranger Things kind of mini series over. Or you know, over, episodes, over over yeah. eight episodes or yeah. something, where where you have eight hours to kind of Tell the Learn, story, tell yes. the stories, and, and kind of marinate in these characters. In mm-hmm. I don't know if it. it yeah, so we, we're hours. used to that kind of thing. So you get a two-hour kind of modern mm-hmm. action movie. This felt like a throwback to me to, to you know, like Tango and Cash, or just which any, is any, by the way, Force's favorite movie. <laughs> and like it's in my top ten movies <laughs> of all time. Just so you know, Tango and Cash. All right, all right. All right. Is so uh, the final character we're going over is the cop. Buddies, as we call them. Cop oh, buddies. right. Cop buddies. Yeah. Cop uh, buddies. Cop Double buddies. Black wanted to, yeah, uh, he wanted to yeah, yeah, so those guys, his four, like, cop friends, I had a real issue with because it just goes to the heart of the filmmaker, David Ayer, and the fact that, you know, he wrote Training Day, and then this movie is kind of carbon copy in a lot of Training ways. Training Day. And those, the characters that Alonzo <laughs> Rose were in Training Day, those dudes were menacing. I was really afraid of, like, Dre and, like, the guy from yeah. Usual Suspects. Those dudes yeah. are real menacing guys. These dudes, they just seemed like they were tired cops. Like, they were right. just, like, tired of this. They were just right, putting it in their pants. Tiny Like, I love Margaret Cho as a comedian. She's one of my favorite comedians. She but she, a, her... She didn't sell this to me. She didn't no, sell not, it. She's not sergeant. any she's the of old it. Sergeant. I mean, they sold it as, like, she's tired and she's old and they're just kind of over this. But, like, not as, like, a menacing force that you should be afraid Yeah, of. I wasn't afraid that Margaret Cho was going to kill that's just, anybody. That's, that's less like, like my piece. Yeah, when they were like, I was like, I didn't think they were really going to... When they are like, we kill Ward, we kill Jacoby. Like, I was like, really? Like, you guys... Guys, that's what your plan is like I don't believe you guys are going to kill anybody and right so. I feel like that's kind of the point where in, in a way I mean I think all the humans in this movie are just ground down and tired 
and they're mm-hmm. I think the the okay. And yeah, they're doing the heavy they lifting. Yeah. They're doing the heavy lifting, keeping the elves safe oh, from the and orcs. The orcs down. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they're just in the middle. Like, so they're all man. Boromir, is that what you're saying? I just, I just, yeah. My, yeah, one yeah. of my people, yeah. your land's kept safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, all I want. It's like, I just want this wand, man. I want the out. Yeah, and that's what they did. They did. they did just want the wand. Uh, and does Cop Buddies, I don't know if we have this, is, do the feds go under the Cop Buddies too? Or is this... Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I think, I think so that's a major character, the FBI, uh, is the FBI guys. And my theory, personally, because there, again, is a sequel, is that these guys are going to have a bigger role yeah. in the next movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. You know, because there's... So they know one wand. I think the... What was it? They need three wands to bring back the Dark, Dark Lord. Lord. Yeah. So obviously it's going to be a trilogy. Way to make that so yeah. simple. Like, it pretty much yeah, just served it up. Yeah. Uh, but those two guys, you know, they come in, and I th- I think it's a throwback too. Like they were funny. Like the the elf yeah. guy with the long hair Purple reminded hair. me like of yeah. a like a nineties exactly. you know, cop. Any, like any fed. of those any of those like movies, Miami Vice kind of dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. or any of those movies like the the um, with the fugitive with with Wesley Snipes over. and there's always like oh, the, yes. the the Tommy yeah. Jones character has got his crew mm-hmm. and they're chasing him. You know, mm-hmm. it's like those, those oh, feds. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the feds the are. The, yeah. Those throwback feds or marshals or whatever, there's always those guys in the movie who are thinking, like, these guys, there's something about these guys. There's something that doesn't add up here. They're those guys. Shit, yeah. <laughs> so, shit, which one guys. do you think is going to turn evil? Because one of them is going to be evil and, like, steal the wands and raise a dark lord mm. of the two feds. Oh. If they keep it real simple, they just have the elf dude. Yeah, I was going to say, I was gonna say the easy thing is the elf dude. That, I would yeah. say the easy thing is the human dude because he's. No, that's, that's a little more complicated because that would be. No, that's fair. Well, he's break, but he's also breaking out because the the elf is his boss. boss. He's got to break yeah. outside of his like class issues. Yeah, but he and, like, seems so corpulent and like you know just like this kind of job at a hut, fat like lazy cop fed guy. But he seems you know, like he's working very, though. Who's very he's... easily corruptible is my point. Like he nah. he beats people up in interrogations. So he's very easily corruptible. Okay, truche, truche. Right. Yeah, that's the way I looked at it. Anyway, okay. so, that, right. so I say look out for those guys. That's Force's hint okay. right there. Mm-hmm. Is look out for the feds. In the future, the feds right. is watching. Watch the feds. Two chains. So, uh, feds uh, you know, outside of the characters, if you've seen this movie, which uh, I'm sure a lot of our uh, constituency has, um, the uh, really compelling thing about this movie is the world it creates and the, and the yep. world it's trying to build. Um, so, we also wanted to kind of address that. Um, it was probably one of the more talked about subjects when we outlined everything and kind of went through it. So, uh, I think, yeah, personally, yeah, the that the world, yeah. the world for me is a character. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. It's yeah. it's a whole thing. Without the world that they're building, the mm-hmm. movie just falls apart at the seams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so let's dive into it because I have a lot of issues with it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I think we all <laughs> like so. Oh, yeah, go for it, man. Go. go so for let's it. go. I mean, go, well, go in, go you know, Laser Beam talked about it too. It's it's this is a world which is built like the premise is the Dark Lord was there. There's wow. a fight. The yeah. nine races they said. Yeah. The army nine of tribes. nine yeah, or, something or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's nine races, which is crazy because we've only seen. Centaurs. We've only seen. <laughs> That's right. There was a centaur. Six of them. Yeah. There was a centaur. And there's the the chick in the strip club with the eyes that switched. Yeah. It seemed right. like she's a shape shifter. And they or something did like talk that. about dwarves as well. Yeah. He said, so, "Oh, the dwarves live in Florida." Yeah. So, so you get a. <laughs> so you only get a a, a small cross section of it. Yeah. But I felt that it, there was a history behind it and and like you said Cordwinder is that they tried to fit a lot of stuff into a small amount of time so I give them that but you could do some better world building because if you had a world where for 2,000 years there was orcs and elves and who knows what other races LA wouldn't look it wouldn't right. look LA the same look like America the, same the world LA. the like world it, wouldn't look like it does yeah, yeah. like are there not LA elvish is, artists yeah. like is there not like you know like the, there are a the couple art. elvish buildings in the background but in how did it look LA. how did it look barely. elvish though it yeah, just looked barely. like more pristine yeah. like, like, cleaner. like I can guarantee you that they could explain it like all of those graffiti murals you saw at the beginning yeah. during the yeah. montage are orcs that did it but it's a generic graffiti mural that looks like anybody else did it how don't the orcs have their own artistic style nope. no artistic expression like, exactly. things yeah yes. like yeah they, yeah well their music sounded like death metal <laughs> you're just like, death yeah, metal. That, yeah, that's yeah. even more of it's an just, example of that yeah. like you know yeah. like why why don't they have uh, anything of their own if they're these these very like centaur like, if there's yeah, a centaur, centaur you're gonna have buildings that are very different 
Because you need exactly. Centaur access. Centaur. I'm just telling you, like, you, like, you need like, a Centaur <laughs> ramp because exactly. I'm sure it's hard exactly. to get up a, a huge exactly. flight of stairs and down it. It's a Centaur. The so let me just say it. Right? Yeah. Like, I forgot yeah. about the Centaur. Right. Yeah, no, uh, when I saw that Centaur, yeah, I was I like, what? No one yeah. told me about this. And so my problem with the world building is that they had a great idea. It's a good concept, but they didn't follow through it. It felt more like the world, like say the fight happened 2000 years ago and then they got banished and then they came back. That would right. be different, yeah, exactly. because it's feeling like fresh, like people like, are just coming into like, like Shadowrun. <laughs> <Run. laughs> so, See, now we're gonna talk about Shadowrun. No, real quick, real quick, but yeah, yeah, I have a real beef. Like anybody's like, oh, you guys are going too deep on this. Like, no, because the whole thing is like it happened two thousand years ago. You know what else happened two thousand years ago? Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. So, Jesus is Jesus cool black man in this Jesus. universe? Did he happen? Did it, like the, the basis of this world? Uh, modern society is based around a big part is about Christianity. Yep. Like it affected every place in this world. And Rome, so like all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So like we speak English because of Jesus. So <laughs> like Yeah, like who knows you know? who knows if like the orcs didn't have a big takeover yeah. at some point. We yeah. don't speak Do the some orcs have that variant of orcish. Elves? Yeah. Well and, like, and and even Jacoby says I took Elvish yeah, in, in high, high school. school. Two years in high school. So, yeah. and and that's the thing is that they have these moments where they try to try build to things, that, yeah. but then the things take it out, and they they really went for pop references. Like I said this before, my biggest problem is that Shrek line. Like get your Shrek looking yeah. ass out of here. Like would there Go be a Shrek? Yeah, like, would, would Shrek there be, be a Shrek, Shrek movie? Yeah, like because that just uh, seems like it feels very black. That's kind of racist. Yeah, it, it would, would be, be like yo, movie. it would be like that's not cool for your orc audience, right? Yeah, there. and they're, but, they're, but they're pandering. To Take like us, yeah, here. to us in the real world, uh, and yes. it, do, it I think meta. it falls, it's it falls meta. short. Yeah. You know, like and, and take a uh, show like The Magicians, where they use pop culture references a lot, very well. I don't know if you guys have watched that show. I have, but they yeah, do, they know, do a good I job have. of being like, yeah. kind of Harry inserting Potter. things. Yeah, but see, that's uh, different. That's a different. That's that's kind of like a different. That's like magical realism, you know, that in the, in the yeah. genre where we're talking about like it's the real world with with magic in it, and this is this is kind of like urban fantasy. This is like. Cities, modern cities, or modern times with these fantastic elements in it, and that's where it kind of fails because it kind of puts us in this kind of magical, realist, tropey world, but with all these fantastic elements that it doesn't blend together to make the world make sense. Yeah, just just that's pretty much it. So, yeah, did... real quick, Corwin, do you want to hit him with Shadowrun? Like, yeah, a little oh, bit? yeah, yeah, because that's that was a more obviously the inspiration what for is so Shadow Run? What is Shadow Run? For the uninitiated. Yes. Yeah, we gotta slow it down. Bring that back as they say in Battle Rap. <laughs> Shadow Run is a, um, a role-playing game set in a um, an urban fantasy setting where dystopian slight future. Where the yes. um, basically all of the fairy tales, dragons, elves, dwarves, and things were real in the far, in the distant past, and then one day magic starts working again. They come back, society falls, and you're playing in the aftermath of what. So the the it, it it's a kind of a post-apocalyptic. What would happen if suddenly magic started working again, and dragons start showing up, and elves yeah. start showing up, and and that's the kind of world that this is supposed to be, but without all the implications of that fully thought out. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, because Shadowrun has a thing of magic came back to the world in 2012, December 21st, 2012, when the Mayan whole thing was supposed to go down. That's when magic reawoke in, in, in Shadowrun. And and then there from that point forward, you have magic back Everything in the world. Magic, different. Yeah. Yeah. And you try and like, So you had our world, just now with some magic in it. And it's also cyberpunky, and there's yeah, yeah you know, there's a couple of variants. There were yeah. video games where like but, and instead of it being like straight and, magic, and that's clearly like what's a, what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's I mean, and it's supposed to be a, an allegory. You know, it's supposed to be uh, you know an allegory for race and class and yeah, and that's all, class, and all yeah. these things, and that's and that's fine. But you know, we're we're nerds, and we want things. We want the implications of things to 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 to, to matter. So to yeah, to have meaning. Sense. Like if to, there's to this two thousand year old war that, and that was the thing. Like like that cop who's like, my ancestors fought your ancestors two thousand years ago. Like you still in Russia, by yeah, the way. Well, like yeah. why, like, but yeah. why are you still thinking about that? Well, that's it. That's like, the thing. I mean, I I, I actually kind of dug that because that's the one thing that kind of 
even even in like in an American con. I mean, because there's people, you know, there's people in the Middle East who are still beefing about stuff two thousand years ago. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's it, that's completely believable that that cultures could still have that kind of beef. But it's still again, and when you put it in in this kind of modern American context where you have all these pop cultural references and things, it it doesn't because that's it. Fantasy. This is supposed to be a reflection of who we are. And how we do things, and 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 it was, but in the, you know, with the, with the elves representing the kind of um, elite, yeah, the elite, yeah. even call them like the tech elite, you know, just like in in on the west coast, you know, this kind of these oh, that's these people who are just have this access to these resources that that seem otherworldly at this point, you know, that 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 average people can't even really relate to and then you've got the humans who are just representing the people who are just keeping things going in the middle just just grinding out in the in the, in the system and you have the elves who the are orcs. i mean sorry the orcs the who bottom. are the at, who are at the bottom and you know who are obviously you know the representing the, the younger class the yeah. different franchised underclass that are yeah. are roiling with 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 discontent and and that's that's a a really interesting concept idea to, to, to throw out there and a, and a mirror to kind of like the the stratas in Los Angeles that's fine but the applications the, the implications of the world and the way it was presented don't mesh well yes I and that brings me to another of my least favorite parts was when Rodriguez the sheriff Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, the, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, it's all my yeah. life. Like everyone has a problem with orcs." And Jacoby says that, and then he's like, "Well, they still blame Mexicans for the Alamo." And I'm like, "There's there some Alamo, like the Alamo, the, the Alamo like the Alamo happened? you know." Yeah. And they're trying to do this thing where, like, like it's just Mexican there's there's still yeah, there's still racist the like there's racism yeah. within humans, but they don't yeah. do a good job of even conveying that. No. Uh, no. Also. In thinking back, I might be wrong, yeah. uh, but were there other black cops on the L.A. force? Or was <laughs> no, it just Will, Will Smith? Smith was the only one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see any other one. So, you know, and that goes no, back to the, out, why yeah. does no one want to ride with him? Mmm. Uh, mm, begin moment. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. That's something. I didn't so, catch so. One, I think one dude said because he didn't want to risk getting shot. Mm. But... That sounds like an excuse. <laughs> that sounds like an excuse. That sounds like So, like, so the other last thing about uh, the world building is the race representations of of this thing. Right. So, so we don't know. Uh, you mean that the orcs wore fubu? Yes. <laughs> also, yes. here's another. I have a lot of problems. They also said gangbanging like is 1999. And I was like, He Son. told an orc to get off the street and stop drinking that 40 with your homies before I call your parole officer. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell him you out here. He said, you out here in the streets drinking 40s. <laughs> Yep. First that was that happened. Wait, what's what's the problem with forties? Sorry, you are you are you are you are you, are you too grown for forties now? I'm just saying, man. I'm just, I am actually. I might be a little too grown for forties. No The answer is yes. We yeah. all are. Everyone still might drink one. Are you over twenty one? Yeah, and I yes. mean, for me, it was too. A lot of the stuff that people pointed out, like I don't have a problem with it because I just know from going back to Lord of the Rings that orcs and other races have been stand-ins for people of color for a long time. You know? Wait, run that back. Okay, so if you go back to Lord of the Rings, when Tolkien wrote it, he's a white South African at the beginning of apartheid. Preach. Okay, so his two main things were, the, he served in World War One. so his two main things are there are good races and bad races, white people and black people, and the encroachingness of uh, the modernization. technology modernization. And so and so he saw that as a bad thing because he was a naturalist and wanted to keep the world the way it was. So he said, okay, the dark races are bad, so orcs are bad, and they stand in for... Southerns. And the Southerns and the Easterlings and stuff like that in Lord of the Rings. And so, and everything since then is, as we said before, is just kind of baked in. Like everyone who accepts orcs or writes about elves or puts orcs or elves and all this kind of stuff in their fantasy worlds, those since he's the father of this and he's kind of like the the, the, tr- the main tree trunk that these all kind of branch off of in terms of fantasy, that is where the world comes from. And so I expected that. Like, you know, in all kinds of 
sci-fi and fantasy, whether it be Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, Bright, whatever, that they're going to be these sort of like racial uh, stand-ins. And sometimes they go too far and they make them racist. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes they're a good match. You know, like things that come to the top of my head are the Nemoidians in, uh, Star, in Star Wars Phantom Menace and stuff like that. Yeah. But these guys, like a lot of people, like Chance the Rapper talked about it. We've talked about it in a group. were like very offended by the fact that it was a... A, a black uh, stand-in, and a lot of people were were, yeah. were angry about that. Um, so well, and, and that I think that's an important point, though, is that this is part of the can, like not canon, but just mm. the genre, right? Uh, and it's something that people don't really talk about often. And the way they did it in this movie was even more heavy-handed. I think was it you? Someone been, said, but like, maybe that was point, purposeful. Though. I yeah. mean, it's kind of, if you're gonna put it out there, put it out there. I mean, I, it's 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 like mm-hmm. you know, if you guys are like. Orcs of black people, just do it. Yeah. Dude, I kind of respect that. Just, just. But then he had black people as well, and like that's what was confusing to well, me. I mean, like, like black people. I get that. Yeah, but that's a little confusing. But it's. Like, I mean, it's. Not, yeah. It, it's it's kind of like when you are you're you're talking about a a confluence of race and class and all this stuff that and and it's, and you can talk about that as a metaphor using the orcs you know that's what it's not it's it's, it's how blackness is perceived in america so, yeah you know, well and, life, well here's the thing as i thought exactly. that it was that's their representation was over stereotypical again heavy-handed in that like in that first scene with the fairy lives matter thing fairy lives uh, don't matter but they, uh, yeah not today uh, not today but so then his neighbors <laughs> are your stereotypical like gangster yeah. people right but hold on and then the, but all the orcs are even more over the top huh. it's like world they star Fubo, they literally are dog. world star yeah. it's Phobo four orcs by orcs Phobo it was matching Fubo, orange yeah. and blue but, but so Fubo. here the thing is it the way they represented the orcs in <laughs> their like otherness was a stereotype from like the 90s black people like hoodies and fubu kind of stuff which they i guess they try to set them aside from other gangster black people but it was just too much for me like it was like it brings up a very good point like what what statement was this movie and netflix trying to make by i guess putting this forth like what does this do for the the climate of Netflix right. built franchises but, but even, and I could even oh. think this. I wonder. I'm wondering if you just made a little tweak. If they had just said they had tweaked it just enough to say that you know, maybe elves and orcs showed up 20 years ago, and and so maybe the orcs just took on took on the culture 20 years ago yes. and made it their own and made it an extreme orc thing. And maybe the elves, like since they they have magic and they can do it, they naturally rose to the the right, right. Elf City. If they had kind of maybe done that, and the humans are just kind of like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> you well, know, and, and they kind of stuck in the worked. middle. That, that might have worked, worked a little better. All yeah. right, so uh, I just want to bring it to the next uh, topic of we got into this a little bit just now of Netflix politics of like what is going to happen with the what does this sh- movie make as a statement? A Ninety million dollar straight yeah. to Netflix so, movie. Like, well, see, I mean, with it, limited it, release yep. in theaters. They had. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, the 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 model of Netflix and how they make money is subscription driven and it's it's really the, I mean I'm wondering if this project I mean maybe this project just raised the profile I don't know what their strategy is here well I think what what I found interesting in talking to people about it is people because of Game of Thrones like so many people want to like this stuff now because it's so mainstream of orcs, elves, goblins, and Harry Potter. Like, this stuff is super mainstream. And I talked to, like, three people in my job who, like, five years ago, ten years ago, would never be interested in fantasy stuff. Like, whatever. And they wa- one woman told me she watched this movie six times. Mm-hmm. She really was what? trying to get it. Because she Bright? loved... Bright. She watched Bright. Friends. Not because she liked it, because she was really confused by it. Because I was just like... And everything she complained, I was like, it's just not a good movie. It's not well made. Because yeah. she loves Will Smith. She grew up on Bad Boys. She's like 29, 30 years old. Yeah. And she loved Bad Boys. She's like, these are all Bad things. Boys. She's like, I love Game of Thrones. She's like, blah. Or, these are things you know, that we've said. I should, I should oh, like. Yeah. Well, I, I think Bad that's the thing. Game of Thrones? On paper, like, yeah, on, it, paper. on paper, this movie yeah. looked phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, 
And I see one of the things for me for the the Netflix politics is that they are. They're trying to do something different. Netflix has always been doing that, you know, with the whole, like, releasing the whole season. Like yeah, binge watching, yeah, they yeah. changed the game with that. They yeah, upended they it, uh, and now we yeah, have a point the where they're putting out a, a Hollywood budget level movie, straight to viewers, but also in limited theaters, and already announced the sequel, like yeah. weeks at like I, mean, I think you know, you know politically, they, and they literally have ahead. money to burn. Yeah, literally have money to burn. Yeah, I mean, so the, I mean they I mean, have billions of dollars. So like they've borrowed a lot of money. They don't. They owe a lot of money because they've they've borrowed. They're they they're very debt leveraged. As sure. a company, they borrowed a lot of money to like build this company, and then they're hoping. I think it's like a five to seven year plan I don't know. to uh, actually turn around and like start making a profit. But yeah, they're burning through money because they're they're trying to build a brand. They're trying to go up against HBO, Disney, everybody, and stuff like that. And you're right. On paper, this is the movie. Shook. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> shook ones. The, the one that I was complaining to is the Cowboys and Aliens. Right? You know, you get yeah. two studio executives. One guy's like, you know what? People love Cowboys. That's great. You know what? People love Aliens. Let's make Cowboys and Aliens. And that Match movie sucks. And you know what? People love cop buddy movies and stuff like that. Action yeah. cop movies. You know what? People love now these Game days. Aliens. Let's put it in like. And we throw Will Smith in. And you're like, this is perfect. This is going to be nothing. It's, it's but like, like it's like Game of Thrones exactly. meets Alien Nation. Yeah. But there yeah, it is. like I said, I talked to like Boom. three or four people, and they watched the movie multiple times to try and they were like I should be liking this and I'm not and I'm like it's not anything that's the content it's just like it, it's, it's a the execution movie. it's just execution is bad and stuff like that but you know well, kudos for Netflix for trying something so new. I and yeah. so they're not really trying something too new though but they're no. they're relying on some old fallbacks and mm-hmm. under this umbrella for me is the the music aspect is oh, that, that too. Uh, mm-hmm. you know this harkens Segway. back to Soundtrack. a time <laughs> when movies used to come out and it would come with the soundtrack. Like, you knew you were a movie if you had a soundtrack with the hottest rappers and artists out. And, and presidents. Yes, and Netflix did it, like New Jersey Drive. Mm. Horrible movie, dope soundtrack. Yep. So Boomerang. But dope soundtrack. Yep. Above the rim. Dope soundtrack. <laughs> we could keep doing this. All day, yep. all day. Uh, Poetic justice. And for me, dope soundtrack. Uh, oh, man. That soundtrack was yeah, I like dope. Dope. Dead presidents. Dead presidents. Dead presidents. So, Phantom uh, so Phantom going Menace. to the music. <laughs> Phantom Menace. The Revenant. <laughs> Sorry. Yo. I don't listen to Atlantic. the hip and the hoppers, so I don't know what you're talking about. All my soundtracks are classical so, music. And, and we call them double black. So uh, for me, I, I thought that was an interesting move. Like even from the trailers that they put out, they really focused on yeah, the this, music, this the music, artists, yeah. which really hits. You get two markets. You get the people who like... Will Smith, the older people who grew up on that, the people who like fantasy with Game of Thrones, but then you get the younger people who like Migos and well, Dram. Also with, um, with David Ayer, the director, so he also, before this, you know, he directed Suicide Squad. That was a movie he did before. That's where he became buddies with Will Smith. That's where he made even more on-the-nose racial stereotypes with Killer Croc watching BET. But also, that movie had a huge, <laughs> huge, huge soundtrack tie-in. Um, with they oh, they did a yep. song called oh, uh, Sucker for Pain. Yes, with uh, Lil Wayne was on it. Wayne, and, uh, yes, and they had right. Margot Robbie hanging out with Lil Wayne in a video. Yep. Like things you, okay. I was like, these are the end times. Margot Robbie's <laughs> hanging out with Lil yeah. Wayne. Like uh, dude, the days are numbered. <laughs> like, so I I would liken this. I said this before. I would liken this to uh, a movie most people haven't seen, Judgment Night, which happens. Cuba yeah, Good Jr. Yeah, was yeah, in yeah. it. Uh, quick fast. Nineties classic. Nineties classic. You made a wrong turn in the nineties. Yeah, you made a wrong turn. Some people were on a uh, going on a bachelor, you know, adventure, and they end up in the wrong place. But the thing about that movie was that they they mashed up genres of music Music as well. So they took rock artists with rap Rap artists artists and things like that. So it's a big thing, and I. For me, I saw that happening in this movie is that you, you go from like Cannibal Corpse to Lil Uzi Vert. You know, there's a bunch of mashups here happening. Uh, as what do you say? It was this soundtrack was number like 14 in, in Finland or something like that. <laughs> number so, one. So, no, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, so, and that's a big part is that, you know, they, for their politics, they're really banking their yeah. money on hitting every revenue stream yeah. possible because you're Definitely. not just getting the the subscriptions but you're getting some of the limited theater releases and you're also getting the streams and downloads of the album which then creates a thing where jesus 10 years from now some kids are gonna be like this is the album i grew up with and like well i think they want bright to be a moment they want it to be a game of thrones they want it to be like the top thing 
that is like one of their flagship crown jewel uh, franchises or series in their or, in, well they in have series and this is going to be a, a series of movies which yeah. they haven't done and yeah. then they're going to do a series of series yeah probably so write the series yeah it'll be like a day in the life of Tika so today I went to get sugar and flour <laughs> and, and leapt off the walls and then made some pancakes cast some spells I did parkour pancakes but nobody liked them dropped a fire like them they were delicious <laughs> <laughs> also parkour pancakes face. is the new track from Catalyst and Force <laughs> coming out. Exactly. ASAP. Exactly. Parkour, parkour. parkour pancakes. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Give it to your boo. Parkour yeah. and pancakes. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think next we're going to do our scores, but first uh, I'm going to have Core Window Blurred explain to you guys what the, the rating system is just so there's no real ambiguity around what we're doing. We do things different. The here. rating system. We do it two different ways because movies can be very well made and very entertaining, but bad. And movies can be very poorly made and just terribly hackneyed, but awesomely entertaining. So we do a positive and a negative rating. The positive version we call SJs. Now, why would you call it an SJ, you ask? The S and the J stand for the first and last names of some of my favorite black entertainers through the years in the action genre, which I love. The first, from the 70s, Steve James, who we used to call the Golden Globus Black Man. He was in all the Chuck Norris movies. Very, He had a, a film career. He died way too early. It's kind, of it it kind of a drag. So Steve James is the first from the 70s, from the 80s. My man with the perm. And the permanent eyeliner, Stoney Jackson, he went, went, he went there in the 80s, but never quite fulfilled the promise that was realized in the third SJ, who is Sam Jackson, who is literally in everything. Tired of these motherfucking snakes on these motherfucking planes. <laughs> SJs. So the SJs stand for the positive, the positive um, aspects of a movie on a scale of one to five. Now on the negative side, I was thinking of one character in, in genre fiction who represents everything, everything that you can, everything bad about a, a character. And, and, and Beam is just giving me the eyes right now. Yeah. But it, it's, Disagree. It's Starscream. <laughs> now Starscream in every Transformers just, just screws up things just for the plot. Just for the plot. It's like Starscream. All right, listen, you got the Autobots on the ropes. You just go, get the Energon cubes from the mountain, bring them back. We're going to finish the big gun. Just get the Energon cubes, bring them back, and the Autobots are finished. And Starscream's flying over there like, oh, I got, I got a better plan than that. Picks up the picks up the Energon cubes, goes and tries to do something, gets beat up by, by Ratchet, and next thing you know, <laughs> Megatron is chewing him out again. Again, Starscream's. So when when something is just going when a character when the plot is driving the character instead of the character driving the plot, that's a star scream right there. So SJs and star screams, boom. Back to you. All right. So we are going to review our uh, wonderful movie Bright with the uh, SJs and the star screams. Start with Catalyst um, this well, time. I gotta, okay. All right. I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna give this movie. Uh, one SJ. Damn! Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Um, it's very, very Shots luckily, fight. I didn't give it zero SJs. <laughs> um, it just was not very entertaining, uh, not very compelling. Um, the art direction was well done, but not anything that I found enjoyable to necessarily look at. Um, one of the big points that we made earlier that the, the city looks exactly like LA looks now, but with all of these fictional creatures in it does not sit or bode well with me. Um, what I did like about it is that there are some redeemable scenes with the, you know, uh, orc and Will Smith interaction and dichotomy <laughs> one, one, one and stuff scene. like he that. He said, you know. Yeah, like, that there, there are, you know, like, there were some things where I'm like, oh, that, that's cool, sure, you that's know, cool. like that. Um, like, you know, the... The scene where they find parkour girl first, that that's not bad, not terrible. Um the 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 
I guess rest of it here is man uh, the the star screens. I'm gonna give it about four of those. <laughs> Harsh. Um, damn. Damn. <laughs> um, just Bro. because it was badly written, you know, fairy lives don't matter is literally a line in God this damn it, film. Max um, <laughs> Mexicans get blamed for the Alamo. Like, mm-hmm. you could go back and just scale out lines, like, all day. If you need them, I have a list yeah, over there's here. A li- I, we, we all got a list. This movie just wasn't good. Like, And with that being said, my rating does not negate the fact that we will probably be talking about this film for quite some time. From Bright 2. Um, yeah, Bright 2, you know, it's going to be one of those cult-following, campy, garbage movies electric that boogaloo. people like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Bright 2, Electric Boogaloo coming soon. Um, uh, you know, uh, even down to, like, the, the, the camera work and the filmmaking itself, like, it just looked like training day with a bunch of monsters in it. Like, um, not even a bunch of yeah, monsters, just a, a good amount of monsters. Like, that's the only difference. Like, they, there's even a scene where they pan the palm trees, like, every scene cut in Training Day at the beginning of this film. And, like, I don't know if, if you're the guy who made that movie, like, I get it. That's your, your pinnacle, your, your achievement, all of that. But try and do something different. Like, it, it, it's, it's it, it was not a very good film. That's how Catalyst feels. All right, um, laser beam up. I'll go next. Uh, so I just want to hit with my scores. I'm gonna give this movie uh, two SJs, and I'm gonna give it uh, four star screams. Um, yeah. I, I'm just a little bit above what Catalyst gave it. Uh, so bottom line, things everybody said, I pretty much agree. The only cool thing that I really liked in the movie that no one has said so far is the scene where Will Smith. Uh, mows down uh, his his buddies, his cop buddies, yep, shoots them was... down. I actually like that scene from a cinematography point of view. I thought it was cool. Like, he just swung around and shot him. Like, yes, boom, boom, I, boom, I boom, actually, boom. I agree. That well, was yeah, like slow down. Down. Yeah, when, when he was, was high yeah, noon. Yeah. yeah, he was thinking and, about and that, was, that was his decision yeah. right there. He was like, yeah. I'm going forward with this. And that so, was yeah. very much the moment when I realized he said a line right before that to the orc guy. He's like, uh, don't put your hand on your gun because I'll smoke you like you don't even test me in a gunfight and that's when i realized like this will smith's character is a gunfighter yes the sheriff that's is a gunfighter. I, will, I will yeah you know spoken word poetry yeah, yeah. he's it was, it was like this is high noon right now he's by himself or with his only his only partner only person he can trust and then he just gunfighter shot the guys yeah. so like those two things tied in right together the theme and the actual visual you know gunfight um was like the the highlight for me of that film and everything else was just like felt like a video game actually it was like there's just running through a video game to survive for one night yeah and everything else is whatever so uh that's where i'm at two sjs four star screams yeah uh much similar uh, yeah i'm on the i'm on that plane uh, it's two <laughs> sjs for me like there the high point is the acting of joe egerton as the orca he really sold it for me um, as the, you know, he was a really good character to follow and he really made me believe a lot of the stuff in the film. Yep. And also, yeah. Nomi Rapierce as the kind of menacing bad uh, bad guy or bad woman who was, like, chasing him down and stuff like that. But, yeah, there was too many problems, too many plot holes, too many, yeah, just, just too many problems, too many flaws in the film. Uh, and mainly in the world building. That's As a nerd, that's, I, you know, their world building was very, very lackluster. <laughs> in a lot of ways and you just can't mesh Lord of the Rings into Training Day and make a movie and throw Will Smith in it for color like it doesn't work you could if you wrote it properly <laughs> yeah and so that you know that was my main beef and uh, I'm guessing yeah four star screams I'm right there with them like four star screams there's too many things that are wrong with this film that like you know, I was checked out by the end of it. Like, yeah. you guys were like, oh, they were sisters. I was like, I totally forgot that. Because I must have missed it because I was just like, come, like, the last 20 minutes of this movie, I was like, let's wrap I'm it gonna up. I'm going to keep dude. it a thousand. I watched the movie twice. I've never made it that far. So I yeah, didn't know that. I was like, wrap it up. I never and then when he grabs it that point I was just, movie. For me, the, at this point in my life, if your movie is so predictable, I was like, and of course, Will Smith is a bright. Yeah. You know, and he can. Like, one in a million humans are bright. Yeah. Only one in a million humans can. Grab a wand and live. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry was chosen yeah, for that exactly. wand. Yeah. Right. It would have been more interesting if his daughter was or something like that. Or his, yeah, wife. Or his or wife. Or the orc. 
Yeah, or the orc. Oh, that would have been look at that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it was just too derivative of Klingons with the orcs, and for me, and yeah. like the discommendation they showed him, but he, he's now their Quizzad Hatterack from Dune. I was like, dude, like That's get out of here. So yeah, um, so yeah, two and four, two SJs, four, four. Star Screams. All right. Force. Mm. So here it is. I'm, I'm not even gonna bug the system, but who? It's this is a hard one for me. Uh... So for SJs, I'm going to go two and a half. How about 2.75? Two or three quarters? Two or three quarters. quarters. Okay. Uh, okay. And this is a hard thing for me because I extremely dislike this movie. But I see, <laughs> like, I really disliked it. And I see what they're trying to do. Mr. Rapper, tell them why you mad. And I, yo, <laughs> is that I want to give them props for trying something that Young Force would have, like, lost his mind about. Yeah, so, yeah, like... Yeah. And when I watched it the second time, I tried to put myself in that mind state of like, all right, let's not break this apart, but it was just a bad movie. But this movie's for adults. Yes, exactly. And it's for adults. And uh, so two and three quarters is is what I'm going to give it. Much higher than it probably should get, but it's because I believe in what they're the trying to do. The and, you know, and I hope that they course correct some of these things, which I, I even saw in yeah. like the announcement of the Bright Two trailer. They they made fun. They like reference Shadow Run, and they called it Bad Boys and Mordor. Mm. You know, like orcs going wild. I was like, that's funny. You guys are making fun of yourself. Yeah. They. It, Fair. Uh, That's cool. So for that, that. It, it's a movie that I feel like a good portion of the population could probably get into. It's mindless if you just don't break it apart. You could just watch it. Uh, for me, it's hard to watch. For Star Screams, I'm gonna give it the coveted five Star Screams. Oh! This is a movie, as two people here have already five. said, five. they Shots checked fire. out. Beep, they, beep, you guys checked out of the movie. It took me three sittings to watch the movie the first time through because I was so mad. I would put my <laughs> device Rapper, down. Tell them why you're mad. Yo, tell them why you're mad, Mr. Let me know. I'm going to tell you, the scene where the orc comes, like he gets killed and he comes back, I saw that coming. Everyone saw that coming. Yeah. You know, when he gets resurrected like the yeah. orc Jesus. That scene took too long. It took too long. And then Will I'm Smith, already. he's like, what happened to me? And he's like, nothing, just keep moving. What? Just keep from the yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> it's a resurrection. It's a fourth level spell. It's mad, basically. It's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> so, and, and it's just rife with, uh, you know, for all the potential that it has, they let everyone down mm-hmm. in building this world. Like, maybe if they did something like they had uh, some extra content, because it's Netflix, they could have, like, some shorts they could have put to piece oh, the yeah. world together. Yeah. Like, Who's whoever in the executive board, put out a comic, a web comic, do something to help build this movie. And they did not do the things they needed to do. And I think that uh, all of the the negative things, for me, it's it's five. It's five star screams. If I could give more star screams, like a whole <laughs> fleet of star screams, I probably would give it to Squadron. them. But, uh, you know, with that being said, I have, I have hopes for this franchise i see them building it into a series and trying to do something because you know on the surface on paper this world is kind of awesome you know we've only met five or six of the races Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of things maybe there's like a water race or all sorts of stuff happening here um so that's where i am I'm, i'm two and three quarters sjs the holy grail of five star screams uh, I, I can't even say watch this movie unless you want to like hate watch it because I hate watched it the second time <laughs> just so I could come here today yeah. but uh, I think people are going to be talking about it and that's one of the things that I had to come to terms with is sure. that no matter if you like it or dislike it it, it's going to be around. It's, this movie is going to be around. They're going to put yeah. a lot of money into it and they're going to put it on us so there, streets, there I am. Streets is talking. Alright. Alright, cool render blurred here. Cool going to finish it up. Uh, I'm going to give it for SJ's two SJ. All right, you know, I'm going to go two and a half SJ's. I like that. All right, right in the middle. Because, Off the strength of Will Smith. Because it's... It's, 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 it's MLK it's, Day. Yeah. <laughs> so you got it. Right? It's, it's, it's the ambition of it, the, the, the um, scale of what they're trying to do, I'm gonna give them. I mean, I, I I'll give them one star screen for that, and a star screen and a half for the for the general kind of. You know, there, there are some cool scenes. The 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 um, 
the the elf terminator mm-hmm. that, that that was that was solid that was menacing you know that that was Elfie. that was that was entertaining in, in that thing uh, in that in that uh context so two and a half sjs just for the the movie Four star screams. I can't there quite get five. <laughs> there it is. I can't there quite it. give it five. <laughs> All right. Because the movie was it was just so they were trying to do so much, and there's so much backstory that was assumed with the characters that it, it just it just didn't. Plus, it 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 wasn't engaging. You have Will yes. Smith, one of the most engaging actors on the planet, and you can't direct him the point where he's engaging with the audience damn dude come on man come on it's it was it was difficult to 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 engage and again it's just maybe it's because of the way will smith played the character that he was just 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 ground down and so tired that he was just not yeah. reacting to anything it's like oh man it's, it's a cult of magic wand again and the cult of the dark oh I'm just yeah. trying to go home, man. I'm trying to get my pension. <laughs> Keep talking yeah. about this dark little. Come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and, yeah. and it's and that was a choice. I guess that was a choice they made as an actor. A choice they made as a director to to have these you know characters played that way. Mm-hmm. But it 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 made it flat for yeah. me and and difficult to to to, to, to yeah to connect with and and that's the job of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not. It's not doing its job, all the star screams. So that, there we go. So uh, begin podcast. Just giving you our uh, bright review. Let us know how you felt about it in the comments. Let us know if you you know had any ideas that we didn't. We love to hear it. Um, but begin boys out. Like and subscribe. Star screams cool. <laughs> I love star screams. I love star screams. I love star screams. <laughs> <laughs>